0: And welcome to Hall's House, real stories around the people involved with Habitat for Humanity. I am your host, Sean Friend, and today on the program we have Danny Corman, the Community Relations Manager for the Greater Albuquerque Habitat for Humanity. Welcome, Danny. Hey, Sean. Good to be here. Well, I'm really excited to have you here today. You're brand new to the organization. You've only been here a couple months now. That's true. Um, But why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself, like what you like to do as far as hobbies are concerned, uh, what makes you smile,
1: and uh, tell me a little bit about your position. Sure. Well, as you know, today what made me smile is waking up and seeing snow on the ground. And as you also know, I am an avid... Cyclist, oh, yeah, and commute to the office on a regular basis. So I jumped on my bike and rode to the office. Oh, wow, it's about a five and a half mile ride, I think. Wow, do you so ride that every day? Most every day, yeah, yeah. Um, unless I have an appointment or something that is beyond you know a realistic boundary, okay, yeah. Uh, do you, uh, you love bicycling then, right? Yeah, I do. I've been biking since I was a kid, I think I went on a little break for a bit. Ironically in college and then when I moved to Chicago I became a regular bike commuter. What's the biking like here in Albuquerque? It's actually better than I anticipated it would be. There's a lot of what one would call bike infrastructure, which is like bike lanes and bike paths and that sort of thing. There are definitely some roads you want to avoid. That's the case in most any any city. I would give Albuquerque a B in terms of biking. Wow. Yeah based on my experience. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, Yeah. Tell me a little bit about your position here at Habitat.
1: <laughs> well, it's, it's a new position, okay. which means I'm the, the first person in the position. So I started the end of November, so I'm still getting my feet wet. I've been here almost three months. And basically, my role is to work with all the folks, including you, here at the affiliate, on how to get our message out there to the public about what we do. Um, as an organization, and one step beyond that, get play a more active role in the affordable housing conversation in our region. That's outstanding. <clears throat> yeah,
0: it's exciting. Uh, I I do see that you know uh, that you're doing a lot of community outreach. You um, are establishing relationships with. Uh, senators and uh, big public figures that are here in New Mexico as well so thank you for making those connections because although those are the kind of people that help make a change as far as you know Albuquerque and New Mexico as a state to to make housing more affordable so thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, so let, let me ask you this what what created your interest in Habitat for Humanity, and how did you get involved locally?
1: Sure, I, well, I moved here almost two, two years ago. Um, so Habitat, I've always been aware of Habitat. I'm originally from Cincinnati, and the affiliate there, I actually know several people who worked there when I was there at the time, and some of them are still working there. Oh wow. So it's always it's always been on my radar and I have a lot of interest in the built environment and accommodating, you know, as many people as possible in terms in terms of housing. I'm really interested in the the whole infill aspect, like going into existing neighborhoods and filling in land with new housing for folks. Um, I know that you've expressed some
0: interest uh, in regards to some of the repair projects that we have in, in Albuquerque as well. Uh, and how it affects the community and, like, seeing those homeowners and how it changes their lives. You talked a little bit about Cincinnati, do you see parallels that happen
1: here and there as well? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I'm actually, first and foremost, my interest is, is in rehab. My oh. I have a certificate in historic preservation from when I studied urban planning at the University of Cincinnati. So I'm really interested in the whole idea of working with what we already have, and helping helping folks out who may be at a kind of at a dead end. I'm not quite sure, you know, how to take care of what they already have. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I'm in a role in a in an organization that could, that has the leverage to help folks out, like by simply just, you know, engaging some volunteers to clear clear clean up a yard mm-hmm. uh, is. It's pretty cool. I mean, I, I really like that whole that whole idea.
0: I love it too. Sustainability, you know, yeah, taking what we already have and making it better, not you know throwing it away. You right. Know, yeah, and I true. like
1: going out with you when we when the site when the repair is starting, mm-hmm. and then to get to see the volunteers, our staff, and then to meet the homeowner and find out a little bit more about them.
0: The stories are really important. Yeah, they know? are. Finding out every individual is impacted differently and every individual story is different so and it's it's powerful to hear what the what they have to say and how
1: we can make a difference in their lives right and it has to be exciting for the neighbors too i know in my own neighborhood if i when i see somebody working in their yard or on their house that is stimulating to me that they're coming outside looking around their house and figuring out you know what, or deciding I want to make some changes to to my house. So I think that it's good for the neighborhood, too, and the city, of course. Yeah, makes everybody look good. Yeah. Let me tell you, I mean, uh, great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So talk to me a little bit about your employment. You know, you are the community relations manager here at Greater Albuquerque Habitat for Humanity.
1: So talk to me a little bit about how you became an employee with us. Sure. Well, I have... I mean, my, my background is mostly in nonprofit work, mostly at the community development level from uh, the revitalization of older business districts to working for neighborhood chambers of commerce. Um, so a lot of that earlier work that I did when I was in my 20s and 30s is totally applicable to this Tell to me this more position. about that. Tell me about those positions. What, what did you do in them? Sure. Well, in those the positions I just mentioned, the staffs were very small. Mm-hmm. In some cases, I was the only employee, so I was running the day-to-day operations, kind of like a kind of like a coach, okay. and then relying a lot on volunteer. Otherwise, relying on volunteers to get things done okay. in a community. So that would be anything from um, hosting events to bring people to the business district. Um, going retail events to get people into the businesses, uh, working with property owners on rehabbing their, their buildings, mm-hmm. and specifically facades, which is very in line with what we do with the repair program here. Um, and then recruiting businesses, retaining businesses, that that sort of thing. And then local chamber of commerce work, which is where I feel like I really got my feet wet yeah. early on and learning how... Things work at the neighborhood level and the importance of working with city government mm-hmm. and how complicated and frustrating that can be um, but then on the other hand when things start clicking it's very very rewarding um, so those are some earlier experiences that are coming right back to me yeah in this role that's awesome and how did you end up getting the actual uh, the role here <laughs> yeah well if, Friend slash colleague of mine told me about the opening, and actually at the time I was working someplace else, and I wasn't quite sure about, you know, a, a move at that point. It was a Big Brothers Big Sisters of Central New Mexico, and um, the more I looked at the description and thought about the possibility and possibilities and how it aligns with my interest and my experience, I thought it would be something worthwhile to pursue. So I did, mm-hmm. and. The whole process just felt really good, nothing about it felt strange, I didn't see any red flags whatsoever, and fortunately the position was offered to me and I accepted it, and here I am. Yeah, and we're great to have you, I mean like, it's super exciting to
0: have people as excited as you are in helping out other people and have that nonprofit profit experience, so. Glad, yep. to, glad to, to have you as a co-worker and a friend. Yeah, it's a mutual feeling. Hey everyone, uh, Sean here. Uh, looking to get involved with that, the Greater Albuquerque Habitat for Humanity. Uh, you can uh, visit our website at www.habitatabq.org to learn more. Uh, we're always looking for volunteers and don't worry, you don't need any experience. We're happy to teach you everything you need to know. And any donation made through our website goes to help families in need of affordable housing. So, let's get back to the show. So, Danny, I know you haven't been here for very long. It's been, what, three or four months, we said. Right. Um... What's your biggest accomplishment you could say so far? I know that maybe you, maybe it's not like something huge you could say like I built a house by myself with my two right. hands, but uh, there's got to be a couple of things that you that you look at and you go, you know what? I'm I'm pretty proud of how I how I what I did here so far, and I've seen a couple of those myself already. Hmm. So why don't you tell me what you what you're really proud of and maybe something you learned from it?
1: Sure. Um Well I would say at this point, and this I think looking back in my life, this is something I really get, I get a lot of energy from it, Mm -hmm. and that is bringing people together and bringing them into a fold of something that I'm excited about, in this case would be Habitat for Humanity. Mm -hmm. So for instance, um, and you're aware of this because you were a part of this as well, reaching out to the editor of Downtown Albuquerque News, which I don't think anybody else here at the office knew about that news source. Um, I'm actually a personal subscriber so I read that, it comes out six days a week, I read it six days a week and look up their coverage area online and they cover the San Jose neighborhood. So I reached out to Peter, who I've met personally and um, who actually also did a piece on the Walk Albuquerque Instagram account that I started shortly after I moved here. And uh, he expressed interest, we met with him at the site. Like a month took a photo of us, a month later, there was a story about us and, mm-hmm. and that news feature um, or news source. So who knows, maybe that'll lead to something else. So I felt good about that, bringing him into the into our fold and vice versa. And then also, as we're planning for our event, the San Jose Neighborhood Project on February 25th, our kickoff event, which you are well aware of. Mm-hmm um reaching out to various media sources and elected officials specifically the ones who represent the area of, S- of San Jose and we're talking federal state and local officials and inviting them to be a part of that event we've heard from two of the five who represent that area and they plan to be there including a state senator and a Bernalillo County commissioner that's, that's so that feels really good yeah um, that's no small feat, right? In such a short amount of time that you've been here, that's amazing, right? And coincidentally, I think I've already mentioned this to you. The state <coughs> senator, he, we live in, the, we live, live, around the corner from each other, which means I'm also in the same district as mm-hmm. the San Jose neighborhood. Um, but I actually I didn't approach it that way. That hey, we're neighbors, you know. I approached him, the senator, Senator Ortiz. Um, as, hey, I'm reaching out to you from Habitat for Humanity because this is part of your district. And, uh, you responded. That's awesome. Immediately.
0: That's fantastic. So I feel
1: those, those things definitely feel good. Yeah. It's a good, it's a great feeling good to have. Good start.
0: And I know a lot of people are excited around the office to see these huge steps you're taking already in such a short amount of time. So, oh wow. bravo! to hear. Yeah. Um, so. We talked a little bit about this, but I want you to tell me a little bit about, you know, currently and in the, you know, looking forward uh, towards the future, um, what excites you about some of the projects that we have with uh, Greater Albuquerque Habitat for Humanity?
1: Yeah, well, there are multiple things. Um, well, internally, one th- what really excites me is the fact that this the, the, the level of support from staff, including our executive director Doug, about just going out there and, and doing the thing, okay. you know, doing the community outreach stuff, and also connecting with other community outreach types here in Albuquerque, around the state. You and you and I were on the train up to Santa Fe a couple of weeks ago to meet with some of our cohorts up there to kind of get the the lowdown on what they're what they're doing which we both found to be very helpful, of course, plus we both enjoyed the train ride, Mm -hmm. even though I left my glasses there. Fortunately, I got them back. Yeah. Um, And then also jumping on monthly advocacy calls with Habitat International folks. And those are really tight one-hour calls, and I'm just gobbling up tons of information from those calls. Um, So there's a willingness to share information around the country in terms of Habitat. And then I guess another big thing is getting more acquainted with Albuquerque in general Mm because we have the San Jose development underway Mm -hmm. and then we have two other potential ones on the the west side. And then the big, big, big news uh, starting last year is us entering into southern Sandoval County, which includes Riera Rancho, which is the third largest city in New Mexico, Mm -hmm. and then the town of Bernalillo, the adorable town of Corrales, okay. which is one of my favorite places in the area. Corrales is pretty, pretty beautiful. Yeah, the fact that you know this position, I'm going to be part of the team that is going to be one of the faces for the organization as we get get acclimated there.
0: Mm-hmm. Any big events that uh, we could be aware of that are coming up down the pipeline that maybe we might be able to see you at? That where might be
1: able to see me. Yeah, well, the big one is San Jose development, oh, okay. or neighborhood development The celebration you're talking about. Yeah, yep. the kickoff on February 25th. That's next. Not this Saturday, but next the Saturday. Saturday, right? Saturday, the
0: February 25th. Right.
1: Okay, a.m. And then the other one is you and I are going to be in Rio Rancho mm-hmm. at Cleveland High School mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, doing doing some outreach there. Okay. When are we have that date though? Uh, That's well, next, next Thursday. Thursday. So it's like the 23rd, right? So I'm looking forward to being being there in front of folks with you, of course, and uh, curious to see how you dress up that day, whether it'll be Beetlejuice or Captain Kirk or some Miyazaki I have character. a whole closet full of costumes, so we're good to go. That doesn't surprise me. Okay. Um, I'll likely wear a hoodie. Yeah. A Habitat hoodie, which I've already gotten multiple comp- compliments on. It's a nice hoodie. It's very nice. And then uh, March 8th is women built. That's right. So we return. To the San Jose site mm-hmm. and uh, do another event there focused on women and uh, women International Women's Day mm-hmm. and with a focus on attracting a lot of women to be a part of that that site on that day.
0: It's going to be a, a a cool event to be a part of and and it's going to be a build day from my understanding. Is so not only are we going to celebrate the uh, the kickoff of of our project on not only on the 25th and the 8th, but we're, they're going to be actively out there building. Um, and if people want to volunteer, they can go to where? Habitat-ABQ.
1: Habit- to, HabitatABQ.org. That's the That is the, That is the website. That's the website. You can also sure. follow us on the various social media platforms, including Facebook and Instagram. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm more, as you know, I'm more of an Instagram I guy. I do. Um, and you can also email our very own Regina who's That's our volunteer right. coordinator, manager, yeah. leader. Um, all of the above. All of the above. Regina at Habica- habitatabq.org. I right. love how simple our email addresses are here. Yeah. it's super good. Yeah. Um, let's, go,
0: let's move forward a little bit. I want to go kind of into the future, so to speak, sort of uh, ugh, Doc Brown. Sort of thing, but not not too much. Uh, I, I want to talk about ten years in the future. Yeah. And if you were to kind of envision what what Greater Albuquerque Habitat for Humanity could be,
1: where do you see us going, and where where do you see us as an organization going? Yeah. Well, at that point, we'll likely have a very good, some good footing in Sanibal County, and again, specifically in Rio Rancho, Tanner and and hopefully Corrales as well and that's with new home builds and even more home repair it seems like the home repair thing is as you know it's a it's a it's easier in terms of the the building improvement world is concerned uh and coincidentally i just read recently that building rehabs now outpace new construction Hmm. so that tends to be seems to be the trend Mm -hmm. um which is which is exciting yeah um So I see more of that, not only in in Southern Sandoval, also here also in Bernalillo County specifically, Albuquerque.
0: Okay,
1: Perfect. Um, Let me ask you this.
0: Uh, Everyone learns in different ways and everyone um, has someone that they kind of can look up to, to um, show them as guidance. Sure. So, for you,
1: Danny, who has been a mentor for you? Like a personal one, because there are some people, to, like most everyone, that mm-hmm. I, you know, have an appreciation from afar that I have not met personally. Mm-hmm. The first person who comes to mind, and I've mentioned this person to you mm-hmm. already, his name is Bob Pickford. Mm. He was the, the manager of the public market, Finley Market, in Cincinnati which okay. is where I grew up, boomeranged around quite a bit, moved back to, from Chicago in 2000, 2007 and I had a, a business there for 10 years, a retail business. Mm-hmm. And Bob became uh, a mentor of mine as well as a business coach and I learned a great deal from him. And uh, So he, he definitely made an impression on me, he's a very gentle, soft-spoken man. And um, is well regarded in the community. I think he now works at the county level on business recruitment slash retention related. What did you learn from him? Um, well, whenever we would meet, the first thing he would want to know he didn't want to look at the numbers initially for the business. He wanted to look at me personally to see how I was doing mm-hmm. emotionally and mentally. So That's I think that. It's very important, yeah. is checking in on each other's emotional and mental well-being. Because, as you, we all know, we're not always at our best, mm-hmm. whatever best means. Mm-hmm. Every single day, day in and day out, that's mm-hmm. not how humans function. Um, so I really appreciated his him doing those, those gentle check-ins on my own mental well-being. Um, before we got into the numbers and talking about the logistics of running a business, Mm -hmm. and he was also the one who helped me get out of running my own business. He, as well as my then attorney and accountant, the four of us together worked very well as a team. Mm -hmm. So, I had a lot of respect for that kind of guidance, like him knowing, you know, what was important to me, what I needed to do for myself, and at that point, when I decided, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore, he supported me 100%. Guided me along. Sounds like a, a good guy to know. Oh yeah, definitely.
0: Outstanding. Um, moving along. What advice would you give uh, volunteers looking to get involved with Habitat for Humanity?
1: Yeah, well, similar <laughs> advice I would give to anybody who wants to volunteer almost anywhere, and that is, you know, to do their multi- multiple things that you can do, one is you can follow us on social social media, mm-hmm. another thing is you can check out our website habitatabq.org, uh, you can come to our events, uh, we have a big one coming up in April, Raising the Roof, it's a mm-hmm. breakfast event at the Indian Pueblo Cultural Center, a personal favorite location of mine, as well as yours. Only an hour or an hour, a mile from my house. So maybe I'll probably ride my bike there. We're probably. Right? I'm sure no one will be surprised. <laughs> um, and then also emailing our Regina, okay. Regina at habitatabcube.org. Do volunteers need to know anything before signing up? Well, they, I mean, there's actually a training oh. that we provide. So, Regina, which I actually am planning to do at some point, every okay. time I tell Regina, hey, I, I want to. It's the orientation. Yeah, uh, orientation. Yeah, right. Yeah, training is not the right word, but there is an orientation. Um, And Regina is very accommodating. I reached out just before we started chatting today to (coughs) another volunteer that I worked with at my previous job, who I bumped into uh, out and about Albuquerque at a local brewery, and she expressed interest uh, in becoming a volunteer with her team. So I connected her with Regina. And Regina followed up with her. Of that's fantastic. So yeah, I know
0: like businesses can invite their entire team to come out to a job site, and they don't need any experience to to get involved and to get started. We're going to teach them everything that they need to know while they're there. Right. So
1: that's pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty exciting. Thank you for that, Danny. Yeah, and of course you never know when an opportunity is going to come up. Uh, a friend of mine this morning, who's a teacher at St. Pius. Uh, she texted me this morning after we were chit-chatting about the snow mm-hmm. wanting to know when one of us I think she was more interested in me coming to speak to the school about habitat which was really cool mm-hmm. um, so yeah exciting times here at yeah Greater Albuquerque. I know that
0: me and you are readily available for any school kind of uh, involvement if they want us to come out and set up a booth uh, me and you are excited to be there so right. I appreciate the partnership there
1: yeah, and actually, first time I met you was when I was at... Right, big Brothers, at big, big Sisters. I was Beetlejuice. Yeah, you and Regina came. You were in costume hall. as I Beetlejuice. Was, Regina was not in costume. She was not, which is surprising. Yeah, and tell, remind me real quickly what your the setup was there for Habitat. I knew it was a very dynamic table. We just had
0: some information about Habitat, you know, some paperwork, and then we had a, a bunch of cool prizes that if you know they wanted to get involved cuz there's a lot of kids you know when you talk about with kids a lot of the time as you, as you probably know this isn't about me this is about you Dan. <laughs> but um you know we get them an opportunity to think about when they get a little bit older and they think about college applications and they think about job resumes and that sort of thing they're coming into it and they don't have anything there but the habitat gives them an opportunity when they're like 15 16 years old to come out to these job sites and start volunteering, and start building that resume even prior to having a job at all. So uh, it's a really good opportunity
1: for everybody to start building that sort of thing. I Absolutely. Cool. I mean, I'm looking back on my own life, and I'm trying to think how much volunteering I did before college, and I think it was pretty scant. I had
0: a uh, talking talons. Did you ever hear about that? Talking. T- was that like
1: some bird of prey? Yeah, it's thing? a
0: it's a uh, it's like a public speaking group, and uh, when I was in. Uh, middle school we would hold we would uh, have uh, birds of prey on our arms I, It was usually an owl or peregrine falcon and I'd, I'd talk to kids about about their diets and what how they lived and yada 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 couldn't tell you anything about them now <laughs> but of course
1: well that just reminds me that I actually volunteered at the Cincinnati Zoo oh cool for two summers oh, that's I great. lived in an inner ring suburb of Cincinnati I took the bus to the, to the bicycle? zoo in the city I don't think so. Oh, okay. No, I think I took the bus and then I walked from the bus to the zoo. I worked. I volunteered at the chil- or yeah, the children's zoo. Yeah, at the zoo. So wow, that you just reminded me of that by yeah. talking about that yeah. talents event. Yeah. or Program. Well, which is pretty cool.
0: So anybody who wants to be a volunteer, and even if they're in high school, you know, there are special permission that you have to get in order to you know come out to. A built site, but most people, if they're 16 or older, I believe can come and do the repair sites. We'd have to check with Regina, but you can always email Regina at habitatinq.org. And uh, she can give you all the information about that if you're interested and you're listening right now. Well, Danny... This is a much more open-ended question that I wanna ask you and it's about just what you would want as an ideal society and how you could make housing more affordable for everyone.
1: Right, well, that's a, that's a big question and I, I think it's, it's pretty complex because yeah. I think we've made it complex. We are sure. the humans, um, but in, in general, I'd like to see a world especially here in Albuquerque, where things are less restrictive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Not everybody wants to live in a single-family house. Mm-hmm. Although right now, I live in a single-family house, but that may not, not always be the case. I feel privileged in that I have other housing opportunities that I can take advantage of. Um, but just being in a place where there's much more diversity. I, you already know the neighborhood where I live. It's, it's historically called the Fourth Ward which is a national, state, and local historic district. So there's a variety of different housing types there from, I live in a Craftsman bungalow that turned 100 years old last year. And then around the corner, there's like a couple apartment buildings. So it's like a real mix and everything just kinda seems to work. Um, And some of those are short-term rentals, like Airbnbs as well. Um, But I really like the way I've met most of the, initially when I first, Arrived here when I was meeting people. I was being out in front of my house, like working on the on the yard, pulling weeds and planting stuff, and taking care of the plants that I adopted when I moved into this house. Um, But hopefully, just hopefully, we're in a place where housing is more affordable to more folks. Like I, when I was in college, I was paying maybe three hundred dollars a month for rent for an apartment in downtown Cincinnati. Now apartments there, or like a one bedroom is fifteen hundred and up. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I don't know. That's uh, that's a hard hard one. Hey,
0: that's it's okay. I think you
1: answered it. Uh, I mean, I could best to your ability. Yeah, I mean, I could talk about the little house in the prairie. Yeah.
0: Model. Well, I don't. I don't think you have to because I already have it recorded. Right. So we'll, right. we'll just add. I'll just <laughs> add it in later. Right. Anyways. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today, Danny. Um, is there anything that you want to talk about? Just as uh, the community relations manager for the Greater Habitat for Human- Greater Albuquerque Habitat for Humanity,
1: <laughs> is there anything that you really want to let everybody know about? Well, we have again we have these events coming up. Uh, San Jose Neighborhood Project. Mm-hmm. Is on February 25th that's our, our kickoff event and all of this stuff is you know we're, we feature on, on social our social media accounts and on our website and then again next next week we're going to be on Rio Rancho you and me talking up Habitat for Humanity and the fact that we're going to be coming in that we are in southern Sandoval County and specifically Rio Rancho and then March 8th is Women Build. Yeah. Well, thank you so much again, Danny.
0: Thank you for being here. Thank you for taking the time to speak with me today and to be a part of this podcast, Hall's House. I hope you have a really great rest of your day.
1: Thank you. You too. It was fun.
0: Greater Albuquerque Habitat for Humanity is a equal housing opportunity provider. We do not discriminate in the sale, rental, and financing of housing, and in the provision of brokerage and appraisal services because of race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familiar status, or national origin.